Part 2. Yesterday we started with the Gavaldiga Hakdama to explain what exactly is Yichud when it applies, Maisis as well that we went through as well. And um, what I want to do today is go through some of the definitions of what makes Yichud. And then of course we've got to get to many of the Hatayim, right? There are many, many Hatayim with Yichud. One of the very unique um, sort of ideas of Yichud. And this is any Rav that Paskin Shailas on Yechud will know this, that it's not one clear-cut rule fits all. It's not like you have a Shaila, this is the answer, boom. Sometimes, in fact many times, you have to make it syrup, you have to make it combination. Or, for example, maybe you went to a Rav and asked him a Shaila of Yechud, and I'll tell you, ah, because you've got this and this together, therefore it's okay. Often that's the case when it comes to Yechud, you have to use a few Eteim together, because each one is not strong enough to be used on its own. Again, and we'll discuss that one by one. That's number one. And number two, when we get to the Eteim, we have to understand as well, the sensitivity of Yechud is often a little bit more than it is with other halachas, or Vaznas, that Sal writes in Shevet Halevi many, many times in discussing Yechud, that sometimes, halachically, it's muta, oh, but don't do it. Right? Reminding us of the famous Ramban, Don't be a manuval Bershus HaTorah. It's Mutter. Come on, Rabbi. It says it's okay. But Lamaisi, you shouldn't do that. This is, this is a pasnisht. It's not something that we've done. We're dealing with Arias. We're dealing with Inyanim that are very, very hard for people. Right? The famous Ritva of Soit Mesaktis Kedushin brings down that when it comes to Arias, a person should make Gedorim on his own, depending on who he is and where he's holding. As I did the Ritva, a person should make his own Gedorim. You have to know. Certain times, people have to make a dharm that maybe are mutter. But you know what? For me, I can't do this, right? There are stories in olden day Europe. What do they see in olden day Europe? Streets of people that wouldn't go that, that way. Because after there was a woman there, 100%. I, it's mutter. What's the problem? It's a arise. You don't want to get involved. A person has to be very, very careful. And that's why we have to be careful when we learn the halachas to know what's mutter, what's asa, and also how to apply in every case. So a couple of shalis that we want to get into today is number one. What makes Yechud Doraisa? Yesterday we established, according to Rav Shainim, that Yechud is Doraisa. If, if that's true, that Yechud is Doraisa, when is it Doraisa? So the Pischei Tshuva brings this. Pischei Tshuva brings this. He brings the Chachmos Odom. That Paskins, that when you have one and one, that is a Doraisa. When you have one and two, that is a Durabonon in any way. That means, if you've got one man, and two women, or one woman and two men, we'll get to the shilas of when that might be mutter, we'll get to that, but Hashem, certain times and situations that will be, if you've got multiple people, it will make it okay. One man, one woman, that's clear cut, yechud da'oraisa. The moment you've got more than two people there, doesn't make a difference which side of the mechitza they're on, the halacha is, that that is yechud durabonon. Not that it makes it um, any better, but at least to know that it is yechud durabonon. Now, interestingly enough, yesterday we didn't discuss, why is Yechad Osir anyway? Right? And why is Yechad Osir? So, it's interesting how the Rambam brings this, where the Rambam says, and it's not only a Rambam, it's a Me'iri, it's a Smug, it's a Kolba, and the Shulchanah, Pashtas goes with this Loshana Rambam, and that is, the Loshana Rambam is, Shadova Zeh Goyrim Legalis Elvas. Look, the Rambam, that the Indian of Yechad causes, is Goyrim Legalis Erva. It sounds like from the Rambam that it's like a Xera. 
which is interesting because we're dealing with the Darais over here. We don't find that the Torah makes exera for something else or another Issa. Sounds like from the Rambam that the Issa of Yichud is so that things don't get worse than what they could be. Now I'm even yoving. And then says the Rambam, Shadavazegorim Legalis El Vazuk the Chinuch in Mitzvah Kuch Pei Ches. We're dealing with inyonim that are difficult for people. We're dealing with things that the Yetzirah sometimes is burning inside. And therefore we have to make zeros. We have to make guards. We have to make fences. That's what's going on. The officer of Nosem, by the way, brings down that people shouldn't think, right? The Yehuda brings this in the Droshas at Slach, that people make a mistake. And they think that Yechud is only Asa if an Avera takes place. Chas v'shalom. And Zuk the Neidi Behud and Drosha Tzlach and Ovest Rabnosan and others. No. Even if nothing happened, meaning even if you were in Yechud together for the time which is Asa which we'll get to. And no Avera. You didn't get close to each other, you didn't touch each other. Nothing happened, Master. That is Yechud. You were over the Isra of Yechud even if nothing happened. It's not the Pshat that it's also to be Yechud. If something happens, you're over on Yechud. No, you are over on Yechud from moment number one if something could have happened, right? It's interesting, the, uh, the Chidah already brings down the Issa and the Tam of Yechud. He tines up the Chidah is because of Hirurim. Person can get a hurim, he's in yachad together with, uh, with a woman or vice versa, whatever it may be. Zuk the chidah, the shaila of hiru, he talks about Zerel Batola being another Issa, being another, uh, sort of offspring of the Indian of Yechud, but that is what it is. And Zuk the Rogichova in Safras Paneach, the Aviezu of Shach Rambam, also says that even if nothing happens, Avada Navada, a person did, was over on the Issa, and he requires Tshuva, even though no Issa Lemaisa happened after. Is it Yorik? Valyava or not, right? We're dealing with, we're talking about Inyone Arayas. We, we spoke last night by Richas about the famous Rabbeinu Yoyna in Perkyovis that talks about this being one of the Shailas of Istakul Benoshim is a Shaila of Yorik Valyava. Is Yechud Yorik Valyava that guy that we spoke about yesterday that was in the cable car on the Shidduch date? Did he have to climb out of the cable car and kill himself because he was in Yechud with a woman or not? So Reb Shlaim, what? Let's hear the right because it's only one on one. Right, so that's the shadow. Does he have to kill himself? Did he do the right thing or not? Are they going to make fun of him at the Sheva Brachas, Lemaisa, to say that he almost killed himself because during the Shinnah day he wouldn't have been here for the Hasana? Did he do the right thing or did he do the wrong thing? So if Shlomo Kluger writes in Tuktan Vadas, that Avadat's Yog Valyaba, that means if you're in a situation of Yechud, kill yourself before you. Daraisa, Avadu Daraisa. Shlomo Kruger, if you would ask him Shlomo Kruger the Shaila, absolutely, that's what he would pass him, 100%. Like Rabbi Niyoyna said yesterday in Perky Ovis. What? Knock yourself unconscious. No, no, no. What do you mean? Tinyane Arais. Every Arais is that way. You can ask the same Kasha with one of the Gimel Raveris Chamurais. Knock yourself unconscious in this way. No, you're not going to have to kill someone. Someone says, kill him or I'll kill you. So you knock yourself unconscious or I'll kill him. You know those are eights. Lemaisa, what's the psak? The psak is by the gimel averus chamurus. You are chayiv to kill yourself. If there's no other eitsa, then that's what you do. Well, talking about there's no other eitsa. You're asking what this guy, what this guy did by the cable car. He should have started. Is it right? Or is it wrong? It's wrong. Now, why might it be wrong? Reb Shloim would pass in that if, if there's no other eitsa, it's very hard, buddy, to knock yourself out unconscious. Is it? I don't know. Is anyone? Does anybody know about this? Is it easy to knock yourself out unconscious? Zev, what are you 
I don't know. You have a big enough bottle. You just drink a hundred percent thing and you're out within minutes. Somebody's never. Yeah? Ah. Oh. Musk him? Okay. Fine. Let's move on. Uh-huh. And by the way, this will make a very good like shidduch, like conversation, like when you go cable car with your, with a date, and you can discuss with her like w- what would happen right now if there's no other, you know, no one in the cars, right? Skiing. Okay, I don't know. Listen, let's let's go through the shilas over here. Lemaisa, most poskim hold not that way. Mordi is happy to know that the Svas Emes and as I passed from the Heiliger of Moshe and the Tzitz Eliezer of Shlomo Zalman and Rabbi Yashiv that they held it's not Yarek Valyava and therefore no. There are many other eights that you should take, but not the eights of killing yourself over there. Okay, you heard it here first. So make sure that's very very clear on both sides. There's absolutely we paskin not Yarek Valyava. So just calm down. Okay, let's move on to my side. What is Yechut? That's what we have to discuss. What, 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 what makes a shadow of Yechut? You're walking on the street at 3 o'clock in the morning, and there's a girl on the other side of the street, obviously, and the Maisa, I'm walking, she's walking on the other side of the street, there's nobody else around. Is that a shadow of Yechut? Is that really a shadow of Yechut? What if you're with the Shviga in the house? Right? <laughs> what if you're with the Shviga in the house? Is that a shayla of Yechud? Or with the cleaning lady, Benaz Manim? All these sorts of shaylas. How does it work? Okay, so let's start number one. Nobody says a lot to go through. Let's go one by one. What means Yechud? What is the definition of Yechud? So the easy definition is any secluded place that is basically private and undisturbed. Doesn't make a difference how big it is. Okay, where do we know this from? So first of all, yesterday's daf, Megillah Yudalad, we saw over there a famous site where the Gemara tells us that Dvorah sat under specifically a, a tree that was a date tree. Why did she pick a date tree, the Gemara says? Because the leaves are very high and they don't cover anyone that's standing underneath the tree. So they bring a raya from there. Obviously, in an open area, there's no shayla of yichud. Because once the leaves are high, it's an open area. So obviously, in an open area, there's no problem of yichud. But it's not so posh, because we're all familiar with the Gemara in Sukkot Dafnum Beisamadalaf. Where the Gemara in Sukkot Dafnum Beisamadalaf tells us, Shayla Babaya, that he overheard the conversation with a male and a female, they're going to go somewhere. And he followed them, whatever. A whole shayla in the Gemara, which we're not going into. But I'll upon him, if a person is in a place that is a huge area, but it's only them, that is a shayla of Yechud. If it's undisturbed and it's private and no one's going to go there. So, for example, if you go to a car park, right? You go to a car park, right? It's a huge car park. There's hundreds of cars that are not there right now because it's four o'clock in the morning. But it's a huge car park. So you... And but somebody and a girl goes to such a car park, right? You have, to, you have to imagine, by the way, that such things do happen sometimes. They'll be shocked. These things do happen sometimes. The shayla is, is that Yechud answers 100%. But it's a huge area. It's not a little room. It doesn't make a difference. It's undisturbed. Nobody goes there. Often I get shyness from women that are taking a taxi late at night and they want to know, is a taxi a shyla of Yechud, yes or no? And the answer is, in a car, there's generally no Yechud because there are other cars there. 
Ah, what happens if you go to a country road, you're going to upstate New York over there, and you're driving around in the Catskills late at night? The answer is, generally, there are cars that come from time to time. How much does it have to be? So, Rabbi Paskin, if they come every 10 to 15 minutes, that's good enough. Meaning, there's a, there's a constant pacha that you have, that, oh, it could be a car that's going to come and chat me. If there's a constant pacha that you're worried, then there is no yichot. So, for example, if you're in a place... What? Really dark tents? Oh, tints if the car's tinted, you have a problem. If the car's tinted, you have a problem because nobody can see. By the way, they asked for Moshe, there's a lot to discuss. They asked for Moshe the following Shaila. What if you're in a car, a man and a woman are in a car together, and right now there's other cars, right? Even four o'clock in the morning, you're in Kvishachad, there's cars all over the place over there. There's no Yechon in such a case. But maybe with Goiza, that the driver is going to go off the road, and he's going to go to a private place. No. So maybe there's, maybe there, you, right now there's no Yechon. But he very easily could make it into a problem of Yechud. So Ramosh said, no, it doesn't work that way. Because otherwise we're going to be always be going to every situation that's not Yechud to turn into Yechud because a guy can lock the door, a guy can close the door, a guy can... Whatever it is, we don't make these Xavis. If it's Yechud Be'etzem, then it's 100% Yechud. If a person's in a doctor's office, in a situation where nobody walks in, which sometimes is the case, that even the receptionist, right, even the help of the doctor will knock on the door and wait for the doctor to answer, then that would be Yechud for a woman to go to a male, male doctor in a situation where no one's allowed to walk in into the doctor's office. If you go to a dentist, for example, let's say you go to a woman dentist, and the dentist closes the door, there's generally not going to be a shalev yechud, because sometimes people walk in, you know, to give the files in, to take the other files out, people walk in the whole time. So even if right now nobody's there, but since it's not an undisturbed place, it's not a completely private place, therefore it's not a problem of yechud. But the idea basically is, it's irrelevant the space that you're in. It's all about privacy. Is this a private place or not? Not, or is this a place that constantly people are coming into, people aren't disturbing, and therefore there's a constant pachad, there's a fear, ooh, I might get disturbed. Meaning, it's going to stop a person from doing an Aveira if he knows that people are going to come in, people are going to catch him, people are going to see him. And therefore there's no yichud in such a situation. There's no yichud, because yichud means to be secluded, it means to be private. If that's the case, then it's okay. Let's move on, Rabbi Sai. Two rooms within one building is a very, very common situation. If you have two rooms in one building, for example, let's say you're in the house, and let's say nobody else in the house except for the cleaning lady, right? You're in your bedroom, the cleaning lady is downstairs in the kitchen. What is the din? And this is a very common Benaz Manim Shaila, by the way. This comes in all the time. What's the din? I get this from Bochum, I get this from Avrechim that are in the house, and their wife went shopping, and the Shvigas in the house, right? What do you do in such a situation? You're in two different rooms, I'm not even in the same room. It's one house. Right, I'm upstairs, she's downstairs. So what's the din in such a case? So Be'etzem, if nobody could come into the house, there's no reason why that should not be a Shailu Rav Yechud, right? Because really, it's all in one house. We're not dealing with an office building that has hundreds and hundreds of offices and one office on one end has got a male and the office on the other end has got a female. That's no Shaychas. But in one house, that's Pasha's going to be a problem. Now, we have to remember, very important, Ma'amokim, keep this Ma'amokim in your pocket, it's very Choshev. It's a Shartzin, you know, Chaim Simen, Reish Lamates, right? Again, the the uh, Chavetz Chaim 
did not write on Hilchas Yechud. Right? It took him many, many years to write on Orchayim, and he wrote the beautiful Mishnabura that we have other Yom Azeh. Unfortunately, we don't have the Mishnabura on Eben Ezer and on all the other two Chalakim of Shulchan Aruch. But we do have an Orchayim. And certain times, the Chavetz Chaim will stick in the Inyanim of Yeridea. We find it by Tvidis Kalim, we find it by Akobus HaRosh Kupayalov. We find lots of different things that the Chavetz Chaim sticks in other Halachas into Orchayim, which is the Roshakis to Orchayim. Over here in Hilchus Halachas of Krishma, in Meshlam Ates, brought down in the Sharat Sin, not in the Rishabur, in the Sharat Sin, that if you have, it's right from the Rashba, that if you have two different rooms where one is locked, that's how the Maestro Rebbeis and Chaim Zonenfeld in Chuvas brings down Pshat in the Sharat Sin, that if one of them is locked, then there's no Yechud. Are you in the same house? The Loch Batli. And therefore, one of the eights we give to people that are stuck is lock your door. And therefore, if you lock your door, you will be okay, right? Have, for example, a uh, younger man in, um, in the Vayakov now, where he has this issue where his wife is out working all day. He works from home and his office is in the house. That's where he has an office. He works American hours. He learns in the morning. He works American hours in the afternoon. And the problem is that he needs to get someone to babysit his kids because his wife is working out all day and he's working in the office and his kids are home obviously in the afternoon. He needs someone there. So he wants to hire someone in order to do that. It's a Shail right? right? You'll do it? Okay, I'll let him know. But um, if he locks himself in the room, then pastures, that would be okay. Now, Rabbi, so let's just finish with this. What is the amount of time that makes yechot? How long do you have to have a shayla of privacy for it to be a shayla yechot? For example, in an elevator. Is an elevator a problem of yechot or is it too quick? Because the door could open at any time. You had a question? Yes, but we'll get to that a different time. Jewish and non-Jewish may make a difference, but we will get to that. So the Gemara tells us in Saita, the Olam are learning Saita now, so these are Nyanad Yoma. What does the Gemara say in the beginning of Saita? Wow. Mm. Ah, we're learning Saita here, second Saita? <laughs> One second. Check the Gemara's on the side over there. I was looking a bit shocked. We're learning Saita? Yes, we're learning Saita. And the Gemara tells us, which the Rambam Paskins like, basically to roast an egg. That's how long a person has a shaila of Yechud over there. That's what it is. So, Lemaisa, uh, you know what, we're about to, we have to move up. We're going to have to stop over here because we're already, already a bit late. But there's an interesting shaila. What happens if, if a person is in Yechud for a few seconds, but it could go for longer? What's the din? Lemaisa, I had Yechud for one and a half seconds. That's definitely too short. But it's shayach for the yichud, for the seclusion to go on for 10 minutes undisturbed. Does that yes have a din or not have a din in yichud? Nafkamina for elevators, nafkamina for so many situations that we have to discuss. And Be'ez Hashem tomorrow shall continue. Have a wonderful day.